And we are joined now live in studio with the first couple, as I like to call them, of Notre Dame football, Mike <laughs> and Christine Golick. Uh, guys, thanks very much for being here with oh, us. Oh, our pleasure. Thanks for having us. All right. Uh, I call you the first couple because, quite frankly, I, I want to know who related to the Golicks has not gone to Notre Dame. I, I, name me somebody <laughs> that has not gone to Notre Dame. Well, Bob and Greg's kids. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go. they're kids. The, the, they they uh they have What happened to them? I, I don't know. They're the black sheep of the family. So <laughs> obviously we we don't we don't They weren't personally responsible for those kids, so I We don't yeah. communicate with yeah. them. You know, we kind of <laughs> shut them up. No, no, no. Obviously we get along with them well. They're they're doing great, but yeah, it's uh we, you guys we, were obviously bad uncles and aunts. Yeah, and we, we, didn't, that we didn't do, do the right we thing really there. We were really focused on like brainwashing our kids and everybody else was kind of but in their it, own. It is kind of wild to think about it, the the lineage of, of Golics that have gone here. It is, it's, you know, I, we don't think a lot of it in the way of, you know, the first family, of, but start thinking about it. I mean, since 1975, when my brother Bob first stepped on this campus, it's we've certainly been here our fair share. I mean, you, your brother Bob... Your brother Greg, right? Then all three of your kids, right? Uh, obviously, Mike Jr. and Jake played football, and then Sydney uh, swam sw- swimmer, and then your daughter-in-law went to Notre Dame too. Yes. Yep, she uh, she ran, she transferred in here and ran track. So uh, we were pretty wild. I, I, that's right. Yeah. I, I, and I represented St. Mary's, and my sister went to St. Mary's. So. Yeah. Oh wow! So yeah. it gets even crazier yeah, when we go that way. Yeah, so we're pretty much in. If you're going to be in this family, yeah. then we know the course you're going to. Not that we brainwash them or anything, but we do. <laughs> the fact that you guys are you're here in South Bend on this weekend, uh, your kids don't go here anymore, um, and yet you're here. Uh, obviously, that love for Notre Dame has has continued, and I imagine you guys will be growing old here for quite a we while. Well, actually, we bought a house on Notre Dame Avenue. And uh, the thought process behind it was that everybody in our family loves coming here. So as they spread out and go across the country, we want a a central place for all of us to come and a place that we all love. So it's going to be here. That part worked out well. We had a couple of condos uh, in Irish Crossing, and we were going to get one, and then the the kids had squatting rights to it. Mike and his fellow freshmen, (laughs) the Dane Chris of the world and the Kyle Rudolphs and the Braxton Kays, all of a sudden they were in there, and we're like, Okay, okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go across the pond here. We'll get another one. Don't come in ours over here. You guys can have yours, and and we ended up selling them both. And like Chris said, to get that house, I mean, it's just she's always always loved Notre Dame Ave and wanted to get a house on there, and it worked out. So that that house will be in in this family a long, long time. Well, what a great chance to have a place for everybody to come. You know, as as the years go by, and to have grandkids come and everyone at Notre Dame and well. South Bend and Notre Dame campus is so special. Well, and, and South Bend is built up so nice around here. They've really done a great job. And and th- this was great, you know, this year and the fact that there were, what, four of the first five games or whatever were yep. home, home games. games or three. Yep. So Chris has been here uh, since, since September Michigan. 1st, the Michigan game with the two pugs. Yeah. We, we fenced <laughs> in the backyard. She brought the pugs. pugs yeah. so, so basically she just made an excuse to get away from you for, for a solid month. But... Sh- Angelo, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give away her secrets, yeah. all right? She said it was for the dogs I, I was looking some stuff up and is this correct that you guys met your first day of freshman year we did we did we were walking to the freshman mixer from st mary's a group of, of girls and i and we walked past dylan hall and they just happened to be walking out at the same time kind of merged and just started talking and 
you know, we're friends for three years yeah. before we started dating. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. It wasn't an immediate date. Yeah, our, our groups hung out together and we were we were friends, which, which was very cool. That was actually yeah. kind of a neat way to go about it. And then uh, probably it started getting a little more serious, junior kind of year. the end of junior, junior year, year. And then we went our separate ways. You know, it's, it's, at that time, summer school, the players didn't come here. She lived in Chicago, which was close, but I was in Cleveland and we still spent the summers. The football players weren't here at that point. That hadn't started yet. So then when I came back our senior year, we kind of kind of hit it off and started dating uh, all the way to the point of when I got drafted by the Houston Oilers uh, in the 10th round, she was in the other room crying because <laughs> she was in Chicago and I was going to be in Houston. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. you know, I think it's still going to work out okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's worked out just fine. Uh, Mike and Christine Golick joining us live here on Notre Dame FCU's Irish Sports Saturdays. We are presented by Orange Theory Fitness, voted the best one-hour full-body workout in the country. I went Monday. Uh, had I quite went yesterday. The, okay, there we go. I had the, let me tell you, I had a mental fog of epic proportions, so uh, physically it was not the best workout, but... Clear that mental fog very quickly. Mm-hmm. You get the experience of a group workout while also getting personal attention from a great trainer if you need it. Orange Theory Fitness, located at Heritage Square in Granger. Your first workout is free. And I, I know you guys are pretty big with the Orange It's Theory. a great, great workout. Our son, Jake, and Jenny, who ran track here, they own two of them in, okay. in the Boston area, one in South Boston and one in North. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're all in. She started doing these in in Arizona probably in 2011 or 12, right. and we loved it so I much. I coming home going, you guys have to do this. You have to do this. It's, and- a, it's a great workout. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. My, my wife's done it for, I think, three since they've opened, opened. and yeah. here in Granger, and she's been trying to get me to go. I went once a couple of years ago, and... I, I thought I was still 17 and on the track team, and it went a little too hard, and I'm like, I'm never doing this again. You learn quickly the, yes. where, the, where the levels and are. Then, yeah, and now I've been going, and it's been good. It's been good to help me get back in shape. Um, all right, uh, so you guys meet, and your friends, how, and then it takes a little bit before you start dating, but how critical was it that you guys were friends first? How, how much do you think that helped um, kind of build this relationship from the ground up well it definitely helped but there's a funny story when we when we first met my roommate who um actually transferred out after her sophomore year i said to her when i met him i was one of those people i said that's the guy i'm going to marry and she's like i said we won't get to and it was funny i said to her i I don't think we'll get together for a while but like towards the end of uh, school we'll get together and she transferred out heard we were dating called me like senior year and she goes I can't believe it because she remembered what I said so <laughs> not gonna lie that scares me a little bit <laughs> thinking after you meet someone and she says I'm gonna marry that guy if, if I would have heard that at that point I'd have been a oh, psycho <laughs> <laughs> hey thanks but uh, yeah, psycho in a nice, a nice way, way right? uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean I, I obviously did not know she said that but we got along well well, and I got along real well with her with her family, um, so it just it was kind of a natural progression, and it it uh, it's worked. See, we we teach you we teach you new things about your own uh, marriage here. Uh, <laughs> I never even yeah. see you for Saturdays. Uh, <laughs> so, all, I mean, I know Mike, you went to Catholic high school. Yes, I did. Chris, did you? Uh, I did for two years. Yes. Okay, and uh-huh. then all your kids end up going to Catholic, Catholic high school. school. Mm-hmm. How how important was that Catholic education? Do you feel for for you guys and, and then for your kids as well? Well, I mean, it, it was twofold for us where we were living uh, in in Connecticut. 
Um, there was obviously the, the, the faith base of, of a Catholic high school, and quite honestly, the diversity uh, as well of where this high school was, a Catholic high school, and the diversity because <clears throat> the public high schools in the area weren't, and we thought, you know. And they're very good They're very good public schools in Connecticut, so it was a conscious decision by us to send our kids to Catholic school. Like, we, we really wanted that element in their life of, of um, you know, kids coming from all over the, um, Connecticut from different backgrounds and whatnot, and, you know, brought to together by their faith that was really important to us to have that element in their life well and then also with uh Notre Dame and St. Mary's that to have that college uh faith experience mm-hmm. too my wife went to Notre Dame a Notre Dame grad so she's you know a theology major really into obviously the benefits of that but for your kids um what what was that faith-based I guess element for the the college level because that's a well. Eight. What was interesting is, is we came at how we got here a little differently. I you know my brother Bob had been here mm-hmm. you know so I had been here since I was eleven years old and got to see everything up close while looking up to the Joe Montanas mm-hmm. of the world and Ross Browners and Willie Fries and like wow and then my brother Greg who was a year ahead of me went here and then that's when I was getting recruited and I saw these players now on equal footing. I said these could be my peers. So I kind of grew into it, and so it was really a no-brainer for me because I had seen how the, the sports side of it was, but also the academic side, the faith side of it as well. For Chris, you know, you never really there was never really another option for you, well, right? It was, it was funny. My my um, I had two brothers who had uh, passed away, but they um, they went to Catholic high school in Chicago, St. Lawrence High School, and um, we were good friends with some brothers that taught at the school. They're Christian brothers, and when I was a junior in high school two of the christian brothers brought me to saint mary's and they said this is where you're going to go to school (laughs) i said fine (laughs) and it was just kind of laid out for me and i never applied to another school um you know i i came here they we did a tour of the campus and everything and immediately it felt like home and um, i think just because we had always had that christian element to our life that part of it just kind of made it feel more like home. Seemed natural. Mm-hmm. Seemed like but for both of us a natural progression. Right. Mike and Christine Golick, our guests on Notre Dame FCU's Irish Sports Saturdays. Okay, your kids all end up coming here. Um, I've heard the story numerous times that you let them make their own decision and everything. But I just want to know, did you like tell them, but I will drive you out, fly you out to Notre Dame for free. If you want to go to Texas, you're going to pay your own way. Like, well, no, the, the only the only non non-negotiable was USC. OK, said so you, you can get anywhere you want, just not USC. It's did not anyone happening. tempt you on that to try to uh, claim they were? No, gonna- but where we I had the discussion with both of them was when Urban Meyer was coaching at Florida. Mm. He brought Mike down for a visit Mike's junior year. And Jake was a sophomore and already getting recruited as well. So they had Jake come down like on an unofficial as well. So they were both together. So, you know, they're trying to do the sell to Mike, you know, look at all the trees and the sun here, Notre Dame, it snows. And, you know, because all the people recruiting Mike and Jake understood the connection with Notre Dame. And some were very upfront and said, listen, if your kids are thinking about another place, then we'll recruit them. If not, we don't want to for quote unquote waste time sure. if they're going to go somewhere else and and you know I told the boys you, you have nothing guaranteed to you so you got to look around but I told them in Florida I said listen just because I went there and your uncle Greg went there and your uncle Bob went there and your mom went to St. Mary's and your your aunt went to St. Mary's doesn't mean you guys have to you know and, but I, I was really serious because in, in all honesty uh, if they if their goal 
and this this was their goal. It turned out to be their goal to want to be at Notre Dame. If their goal was to play at Nebraska, and they got to go to Nebraska, we'd have been ecstatic because they they reached their goal. You know, we we decided Chris and I when the kids were young is we're going to do everything we can to put them in position. They have to do the work, but uh, uh, to get to reach their goals and do what they want to do. But Chris did a great job of early on and in, in really subliminally just having everything around the house. I guess it wasn't really subliminally around the house being Notre Dame, so it was ingrained into Notre their Dame skulls. Books when they went to school, Notre Dame pencils. You know, like um, I think it was hardest on Sydney though because the two boys had already been recruited and were going to Notre Dame. And Sydney was in high school and she was a swimmer and she would get in the car every night after practice. What if they don't want me? What if they don't want mm. me? Because her brothers were giving her a hard time. You know, like what if I don't get there? She had no plan B. She said, "I'm going to live in your." basement and go to the community college if I don't get to go to Notre Dame. So, well, And to your point, I mean, obviously she was an athlete, she was a swimmer, so it comes down to, hey, if you want to be a swimmer and you have the ability to be a swimmer, if they don't want you, then suddenly you do have to look somewhere right, else, don't you? Right, And she was not prepared for that at all. And I, there would be times I'd be like, you're fine, you're fine. But I'd be like, oh my God, what have we done? You know, because <laughs> all her eggs were literally in one basket, but fortunately we didn't have to deal with that by the way a uh, funny antidote for you your uh, your son and your daughter-in-law have the same uh, they got married on the same day that my wife and i did yes i, I saw that on uh, this year when you had your anniversary that yeah it was the same as theirs yeah so. so you guys got married here in south bend we got married in chicago on the same day we kind of were laughing about that that is pretty wild <laughs> that that's one of chris's regrets so jake got married here mike's not married sydney's not married but Chris was like, I have no idea why we didn't get married at Notre Dame. Where did you guys get ended up in Chicago? Married? Her 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 um uh, church, her yeah. parish, and the, and I left it up to her. Listen, I'm no fool. You know, I just said, <laughs> I where do you want me to show up? What day you want me to show up? And what? And I just have to say, I do. You know, so you do everything else, and that's probably one of your biggest regrets. Biggest regrets. Yeah. So I I lived vicariously through Jake and Jenny that day because I I regret not doing it that way, but. That's venue.nd.edu. Yes. <laughs> looking for a potential wedding yes. at uh, at Notre Dame. Beautiful, uh, luxurious opportunities for there. Sure. Uh, also, want to let you know that if you like all things Notre Dame, be sure to stay tuned for Church Life today coming up right after us. Lenny DiLorenzo of the McGrath Institute for Church Life is your host. That's next here on Redeemer Radio with replays tonight at 6 and Sunday at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. All right, got to get some Notre Dame football mm-hmm. chat in with you. Uh, what, what do you make of this quarterback situation? I make of this quarterback situation what's different than any of the other years we've been here. I mean, listen, I, we, I've seen I was We were here when the transition was made from Charlie Weiss to, to Brian Kelly, and we have seen this at the quarterback position. A guy start, and then a guy not start, and then a guy, another guy take over, and you're kind of in flux. Even the year, it was Mike's, what, redshirt sophomore, or junior, and Jake's redshirt sophomore, the year they went to the national championship game, Everett Golson started, but Tommy Reese, who's the quarterback coach now, he was like, you know, it was like, look over to the bullpen and tap the right arm and bring him in when you need him. You know, that's just the way it was, and it's really kind of been that way the, the, at, at that position. So when I saw it happen and I just said, you know what, we, we've seen this song and dance before. And, you know, Notre Dame is kind of the right that this is a monster game looking at the schedule oh, yeah. to get by this one to where they can position themselves with the rankings coming out in the first couple of weeks. Now, we've certainly seen Notre Dame play down to their competition at times. That's that goes on for a while where, you know, you're like squeaking out wins. You should be, you know, beating teams a little worse than that. But bottom line is they're getting the win. But, Listen, so I, what you're asking me, I'm saying, 
you know what? D- uh, same thing or a different version, different year uh, of something we've seen over the years. Well, and I think, too, Kelly had that success with it before he got to Notre Dame yeah, with the he two did. quarterback system. So we all kind of knew, but it, <laughs> it sends a play out every week. It makes me crazy. Yes. Stressful. <laughs> it has made me crazy. I mean, I just You're feel not like the, the, only le- one. the leader of your team should know that they're going to be the leader of your team. And I find it always ironic that none of the quarterbacks have been captains. Have you noticed that? Uh, I think it's because wow. they know they have a short leash. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we're seeing it more and more. You see what Jalen Hurts did, let led Alabama to championships yeah. and he gets yeah. he gets pushed aside for Tua and yeah. now Kelly Bryant in Clemson it was 16 and 2 in his last 18 starts he's now transferring you know because uh, Trevor Lawrence the freshman that's come in so they're, they're going more to the throwing quarterbacks it used to not be the most important position in college, mm-hmm. you know, because you've seen Alabama win all the time and they never had a great great quarterback, but now you're kind of seeing where NFL is going where college is going the college elements are showing up more in the NFL so you're getting a lot more passing so the passing quarterback is really really uh, uh, coming I think back uh, instead of that dual threat quarterback well and I think you get the trickle down effect too into the the lower levels which you guys um, have some involvement with the USA football and the educating moms about safety Uh, yeah since about 2012 I've been working with uh, heads up football and just kind of letting moms know about the changes that have happened to football. Um, You know, there was a lot of negative press about football and things going on with players. So it fortunately took took something like that for football to take a good, long, hard look at what they were doing and changes that they could make that they hadn't made in years. And the game, in my opinion, is a safer, better game because of of the negativeness that had, you know, taken over. And uh, I I think it's a healthy game now. Like, they're teaching kids to tackle the way they should, letting moms know you know the importance of equipment and how it fits things like that um so i you know we want to keep the game alive i think it's important for kids to be out and be active and there's just not enough of that now i think the shame of it is is some of the the former players big name players that are saying i wouldn't play if i or, or i wouldn't let my kid play i think they're doing that out of a lot of fear and instead of saying i want it to go away let's how can we be help it yeah, yeah be, be a part better yeah let's let's, just- let's do that and and i think chris is Chris talks a lot to the moms mm-hmm. because let's be honest, the moms make the decisions. Yeah, that's a good point. And right. and and she and her, her, I think her best line to them is make your decision out of knowledge. Don't do it out of fear. Don't read a headline and just be make it be clickbait and say, oh my god, look look at this. This scares me. and My kid's not playing. You know, get the knowledge. And then if you still choose or not, your kid doesn't play, so be it. That's fine. But I think that's her best message to the moms is make your decision out of knowledge. And I agree with her. It is... The safe, it's the game will never be safe. You're going to get you're, sure. you're going to get hurt if you play long Physical enough. Yeah. Uh, but it's safer with with coaches that have to be certified. Uh, certified with practices not as much hitting with the heads up. The mm-hmm. tackling will be way better when this next group of youth football well, players get to the NFL. And also without allowing yourself to drive the quarterback into the ground in the NFL. <laughs> play. Okay. I, well, I, well, I don't have to, doing this on purpose. I don't have two minutes to let you go off and ramp, but yeah. I'll give you twenty seconds if uh, you want to go off on the Clay Matthews. The, the Clay Matthews and some of the hits that have gone on, I would teach that tackling to an eight-year-old. And I have I have called the NFL to say, come on and explain 
to me, especially players that used to play in the NFL that work for the NFL, on what is wrong with that tackle. I would teach that tackle to an eight-year-old. So they're going a little too far. I think they're going to start backing off of that a little bit. At least they better or my well, head Well, they didn't explode. last week. They called on him again. <laughs> I know. I, I think so much more has come out from I, I'm hoping they back off a little bit or my head will explode. I'm hoping on too. Yeah. <laughs> you, you may want to do a Google search on uh, Golik's rant from uh, Golik and Window on, uh, on ESPN Radio on his thoughts on that Clay Matthews. Oh. That was a good one. I was on the floor laughing. Oh. Everything you said made sense, but it was pretty good. All right, uh, guys, thank you very much for coming in and joining us. We appreciate it so much. Thanks, Our Angela. Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values. Why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611.